I was I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently reside, where we are broadcasting live from the Wichita bus station. I'm hawking shower rings over here. My name is Del Griffith. I am your host right here at GDPRadio.com. And, of course, with me, as always, is the lovable Canadian, the Canadian <laughs> quote master herself. She brings a ray of sunshine to the show every week, and uh, which is desperately needed after the uh, cloud of horrendousness that I carry around me at all times. So uh, I want to welcome to the show, Crystal Stewart. How are you, Crystal? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> You're not a dark I, cloud. You're, You're not well, a dark the, cloud. Uh, I, I, of course, um, I'm hoping some people got the references to my uh, my intro there, or else <laughs> I just sound like a crazy person sh- selling shower rings at a Wichita bus station. Um, but uh, happy Thanksgiving. I uh, welcome you to the show. It is DDP Radio at ddpradio.com. And we changed the branding to DDP Radio Live because this is the live version of the show, Wednesday nights. Also, you can get the replay on uh, iTunes and Stitcher the following morning. But this is live, and the great thing about live, uh, you know, podcasting, so many of the shows are, are pre-recorded, and so many of the shows are, are recorded and, and post-edited. But uh, we're doing this live, so we do this because it is a communal gathering of the DDP Yoga community, um, where we take questions, we take concerns, celebrations, struggles. We're a place where you can get together once a week, almost like our weekly uh, AA meetings or whatever you want to call it for DDP Yoga. And um, we can get in chat and share what's working and share what's you know we're having trouble with, and it's a really great place to find support uh, and some answers and uh, you know just to celebrate with each other. And I don't think there's any better reason to celebrate than I know in the U.S. Crystal and I were discussing this a little earlier. She uh, celebrated about a month or so ago, as you guys in Canada have your Thanksgiving in October. Yes. 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 But well, that I think still it's because. That... Oh no, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I I thought that was because you guys are like a m- month or two ahead of us. By the you know you guys probably have about 48 inches of snow, but by the time we hit November, so they inch it up for you guys, so you can have a little bit of fall to enjoy with your Thanksgiving. <laughs> Um, Thanksgiving in Canada is really, really beautiful because you're right, it is colorful and it's a lot cooler 
for the most part, but the colors are still around. It's not all gray and white and snowy like it is right now. So, you know, yeah, so I'll take it. <laughs> it's I was cold talking to my right boy, now. I was talking to my boy Josh McAdoo uh, up in Alaska earlier today. We had a good chat. Ooh. And uh, between you and him, I, I basically communicate with the Arctic tundra every uh, every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. But uh, I, 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 I love it, and uh, I tell you what, though, there's times hearing about the snow you guys deal with uh, that I uh, definitely second my opinion. Uh, that I'm glad I, I made the move down to North Carolina. I uh, love the snow. And I love it even more from a distance. <laughs> See, I'm one of those people too. I, I have a great appreciation for snow globes. When it's 90 degrees outside, so, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like being cold, so, you know, I live in a country where there's routinely four feet of ice on the lake, uh, it's just, it makes it hard to go outside. And I, I think it's fun for the first few weeks, and then after that, it's like, all right, now we got forever ahead of us. Right, so th- one of the biggest sayings in Canada here is when it starts to get really snowy and things are accumulating and it's what do you do? I mean, you bundle all up and there's nothing to do. So you just turn to whoever's in your house at the time and say, hold my Tim Hortons and watch this. And you go oh. out and you have a snowball fight or whatever. I mean, it's just... It's- there is that hibernation factor that I know much of the world deals with in the winter. And what yep. we're talking about, you know, I, I kind of came up with a topic on the fly, which I didn't even have a moment to to run it by you. So I'm kind of taking the taking the charge here. But I thought, you know, we're towards the end of this year. We're end of end of 2017. I remember at this time last year, everyone's like, it's going to be better next year. It's got to be a better 2017. Mm. You know, there was a lot of people that we revered in the entertainment and music industry that passed away in 2016. And where we just kept saying we got to turn the corner in 2017, and we were just like, it's got to get better, it's got to get better than this. And we're at the end of 2017, and I know from from my perspective where I stand, uh, there's a lot of people who are dealing with a lot of stress and a lot of negativity. And I'm gonna yep. go out and say it: the world the world is a really uh, you know on edge place right now. Yeah, we we yeah, have talked about this. In, in recent weeks, and you know what I kind of realized when I was kind of brainstorming this topic? I came up with a title, and then I was trying to think, what does that mean? What does thanks living life, life at 90% mean? And I think in 2016, we all wished for a better 2017. I feel like we all expected a better 2017, but if we are going to look within our own lives, a lot of us didn't go out of our way to make a 2017 happen a better 2017 has mm. happened. And there's wishing and there's hoping and there's taking things out of your own personal control. But there is also an element to putting things back in your control and, and owning Absolutely. your side of the street. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, go ahead, Mike. No, no, I'm sorry. We, we got a lag here. I, I apologize. Just, I, I I was throwing it to you, but I didn't know if you had anything. 
Yeah, actually, I do. So there is a huge difference. And I mean, I'm very guilty of this this year, too. Um, There is a huge difference between wishing for something and working for something. That's it's it's so true. And I think we all can be guilty of it, you know. A lot of us can get into the woe is me mentality and, well, this didn't work out and I'm in a rut or things are going badly for me. And then there's circumstances behind that, obviously, that are out of control. But also there are circumstances where we can kind of help gain, we can help guide our own uh, fate at times and our own, uh, you know, uh, quality of life. And I'm going to relate this to something personally with me, and uh, I haven't told you this yet, but... um. We're going to have a really great show next week. Diamond Dallas Page is going to be back on the show. Uh, he's, uh, he's committed to coming back. Yes, he is um, definitely He's going to be on next week. He's got it on the books. That guy is hard to nail down. He's got so much going down. And this is his show. We're basically just placeholders. This is his radio show. He started this show back seven years ago with Robert and uh, Sparky and a bunch of other cool people. Yep. And uh, I'm lucky to be able to sit here with you every week and do this show. But uh, we do enjoy when he has the time on Wednesday nights to be able to stop in, and next week he's going to be stopping in. Uh, and we're not going to go into it really a lot this week because we're going to save some for next week. But um, I've been um, I've gained several pounds over the past uh, year or two. Um, there, you know, it's it's one of those things where you start gaining and then you kind of start hiding, and then you start hiding, stop hiding that you've gained weight the photos get cropped to the best possible position. And since I moved down here to North Carolina, I was able to get away with a little bit more via, you know, all my friends are back home and they only see what I want them to see on Facebook. And, you know, you start getting into that mentality where I can kind of, you know, trick people into not that you're lying about gaining weight, but you're just so ashamed that you don't want the subject to be broached. And I know being on this show, it's hard for me because I feel hypocritical that I'm sitting here trying to help other people, you know, own their lives when I hadn't been owning mine. And Katie posted a picture uh, of me from from an event we went to last week, which is the reason why we were off. Uh, we went to a show last week, and she posted that picture. And DDP called me, and, uh, you know, he, he brought up the fact that I looked like I gained a lot of weight. And it wasn't to the point of, hey, you gained weight, you don't look so great, don't you want to get into a size pair of jeans or whatever? You know, he started bringing up like, hey, man, you're 35 years old, you're in heart attack zone, you're in stroke, Strokeville. And he he had one of those chats with me that only Paige can do. And honestly, I'm not receptive to those type of things. If some of my friends tried to have that chat with me, I would have shut down and probably told them to go F off. But Paige has one of those abilities to kind of give you a kick in the pants when you need it. And I think with this show, I have a platform to kind of be a voice for the uh, every BDP Yoga, you know, member. You know, I don't represent the star athlete. I don't represent the guy who's never been successful. I'm the guy who's been successful at this program and still continues to struggle every day and fight the battle that I will probably fight for the rest of my life. And if I stop fighting, that's when it's going down the drains. And I never, DDP Yoga never stopped working for me. Never never once did me on DDP Yoga fail. It's when I stray and when I start giving myself rope to hang myself that things start to, you know, go off the rails. I'm the one that backed off things. And sometimes you need somebody uh, like the boss man himself, uh, DDP, uh, to uh, call you on your bullshit. 
and I am one yep. to avoid being called on as bullshit as much as possible. So we got some cool stuff planned for next week's show. Uh, I'm going to kind of come out of the uh, fat closet, if you will, kind of been trying to lay low and, and hide how much I've gained, but it's not doing me any good because that's giving me an excuse to live the way I've been living. And it doesn't do anybody on the audience any good because that is giving them a false sense of who I am. And from the show, I wanted to be honest. I wanted to be honest with my struggles. I wanted to be honest with my successes. And I can't do that when I'm trying to make sure that I'm portraying somebody who's worthy of being on the show when uh, I'm not, not because of the weight gain, but because I'm not, being honest and owning my life and, and being upfront with my struggles because in this chair, I need you guys just as much as you guys need the show. Like I need your advice as much as you need mine. And that's why we're here. And that's why we started this. So next week's episode, uh, I'm going to be confronted with that and that's not fun for me and it's not easy for me, but it's necessary, especially if I'm going to move forward and if I'm going to be married in May and I've got a wife and a kid who's going to be, or, you know, eventually kids that are going to need to depend on me. And I can't do that in the condition I'm in. And I would never want to marry Katie and bring a child into this world eventually knowing that I can't fulfill my duties as a father. And I wouldn't want to leave them without a father or without a wife at some point. So sometimes you need to look deep within yourself and kind of call yourself out on your bullshit as uncomfortable as that may be. But I think a lot of good is going to come from it. I think it's going to be freeing for me to open up and kind of just admit that I've been in a funk with my weight and my eating. And the only way to kind of change directions is to own it and then pivot yourself into another direction. And I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you. I don't know if anyone's ever said that to you, but what you're doing takes a lot of courage. I mean, it's, it's not always easy to admit that, you know, you've fallen into a rut and you may have unpacked your bags. That's okay. Because you know, as well as I do, Mike, that the greatest part about falling down is getting back up. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And, you know, we've heard that so many times and, it still stands true. It's it's truer today than it ever has. And you know what? The main thing that I'm really focused on about this is I know for a fact, and Crystal, I know, you know, that, you know, when we're here in this DDPO community, we're pretty open with our successes. We're open with, you know, yeah. our our big victories. But very few of us are willing to come back with our tail between our legs and admit that, like, we're having a hard time, which is why this community exists to begin with. So I hope with my, you know, coming out of this and letting people know that people who have kind of drifted from the program and are kind of ashamed to show their face again because they were for so long they were showing themselves doing splits and headstands and weigh-ins, successful weigh-ins, that it's hard for someone to humble themselves and come back and say, I need you guys help. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, while we're pulling the band-aid off of everything, I'll be the I'll be, you know, honest enough to admit that I'm I've gained weight, well, more weight than I I was on medication. I came out of the hospital and I was on medication and you know, there's no excuse. I'm not on medication now. 
But that being said, you know, it just, life happens. This is what happens. And I mean, it doesn't mean necessarily that you've failed. You haven't failed. You just haven't found the way that works yet. For you, you know, whether it's working out in the morning or the afternoon or before you go to bed or, you know, you just got to gel it with your life. And once it gels, you know, it'll all come together. It's like a huge puzzle. Now, for me, the additional kind of hiccup in, in my personal journey is this whole MS thing. It, oof, it's so frustrating. I, does it mean that I quit? No, but I can't seem to get where I was once upon a time, and that's really frustrating for me. So if we're being honest, and I want to be honest, um, I'm not where I once was either. And I, that's, that's awesome. And, and I love that you came out and said that because, you know, with our jobs here on the show, like you and I are, I don't, I know it's very hard for people to wrap their head around this, but I am actually not a fitness model. I am, yeah. I am not one of those guys in, in the, the, the bikini, the bikini people, you know, in back of the, the beach, you know, jazzercising videos. And we're regular people. <laughs> we're, we're just, we've been lucky enough to be able to communicate with a bunch of people in the same boat as we are on this yeah. show and I think that represents the every person in the DDP of the community and I feel like our journeys mirror so many other people and if anything I think our coming forward and you with the MS issue and me with my own separate issues there's so many people that are going to relate to somebody who's dealing with, the, with an illness or, or you know a, a, a disorder or a condition that is hampering their daily success in their own mind. And I think that you coming forward and, and talking about this is going to help a lot of people kind of own up to their own thing. And the key to next week's episode, you know, is coming out and admitting the problem, but it's also is about personal responsibility and taking responsibility yeah. for, because you know what, it's easy for me to sit here and I could come up with a hundred excuses. Some are bullshit. Some are legit. But I could I could bullshit my way through a hundred reasons why I didn't work out or I didn't eat right. But ultimately, that's all it is is bullshit excuses. And no matter what excuses I have, I could make time for for things, and I'd be lying to myself otherwise. So we're gonna have PDP on the show, and it's gonna be after Thanksgiving, which I know a lot of people struggle with. Um, you know, the Thanksgiving time, and what better way to kick off the post Thanksgiving hangover? than to get your ass in gear because it's the holiday season. You hear it all the time. Oh, after the holidays, I will, I will start to lose weight or I'll start to kick things into high gear. The new, you know, after the holidays, depending on which religious holiday you celebrate or, or non-religious holiday you celebrate, there's usually about one day that's a holiday, mm-hmm. whether it's Christmas mm-hmm. or Kwanzaa or, or several days for Hanukkah or, you know, whatever it is you may celebrate. It's not the holiday season. It's a holiday. And we turn it into the yeah. two months of freaking just lethargy-induced, like, gluttony. It really is. Like, we take the holiday that I know most a lot of us celebrate and turn it into months worth of binging and, and just gluttony. And we don't need to. We can enjoy ourselves on Christmas or Thanksgiving or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa or whatever it may be, you can enjoy yourself. <laughs> but we 
don't need to make a month out of it. You know, we, we start pushing the Christians or, or Christmas. We start pushing almost to the beginning of October. The stuff starts appearing on the shelves, the candies, the cakes, and <laughs> it, well, might as well just start on January 1st, start revving up for Christmas again and start putting candy canes out, you know? Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. You know, in society, in our whole lives, and I know Dallas talks about this quite a bit, in society we're, we're trained from birth to equate food with joy and celebration. And first, in this society and the world we live in in 2017, there's always going to be that next event that's going to prevent you from, you know, owning your life or eating healthy or working out. Well, Valentine's Day, I'm going to get chocolate, so I might as well put it off till then. And then Valentine, well, this, you know, April create fools, Easter, you know, there's always going to be that next event that you can kind of manipulate your way of thinking. But ultimately it goes back to what we're talking about next week, responsibility. I can make an excuse for why I can't eat healthy for the rest of the year. Or I can just say, or I can just say, screw it. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to get on my mat. I'm going to do my workouts. It's an hour of your day. There's nobody that can't put aside it, at max. The max program is an hour a day for working out. There's nobody who can't yeah. rationalize putting some time aside because that time is the most valuable time you will have in your life because you are the one who is responsible for making your life better, and that hour is an investment into you to be the best person you can possibly be. And, I mean, honestly, an hour a day, Mike, is like – well, an hour of a workout, that's 4% of your whole day. Four. 4% of your yeah. allotted, you know what I mean? So, I, I mean, and I'm in the same boat that you are, albeit different, different circumstances, same outcome. But here's the thing, and I mean, I don't know, I'm... Do I always look for the easy way? No, actually, I don't. But I get really frustrated with myself. So my balance has been really horrible. So if I'm doing my DDP yoga and I fall over, I get frustrated. And then I'll try it. I usually try it, you know, three or four or five times. Like Black Crow drives me crazy. But I haven't been able to do it. I've been at this program for years and I still can't do it. And I can't do it right now or yet because of my balance. My balance has gotten incredibly horrible. So it, it's hard. It's hard. So now with these new workouts that are coming out or are out, um, yeah, they're on my Christmas list, let me tell you, because whew, just to have a chair and be, yeah, there's always a way. There's always a way to get past whatever is, you know, kind of damning you up. I, I love that you Just brought that up. And, and I'm gonna... Oh, sorry about a that. A bad moment. It's okay. A bad moment isn't a bad life, my dear. Exactly. exactly. I love that you brought that up. I'm going to pivot to, to sales pitch mode. <laughs> but they're releasing <laughs> the new uh, DDP. Uh, it's not seniors, but, uh, you no. know, 55... You know, the, the people who have limited mobility or maybe are, are, are you know, what, what's the word you look for? Not uh, old, but young at heart or I don't know. There's a, what's the word I'm thinking? Oh, yeah. Season. Well, 55 years young. <laughs> yeah, 55 years young and older. Dallas always says, I'm, I'm something, something years young. And it's true. Like, 
I've never thought. You know what? Dallas is older than, you know, almost, I think he's probably about the same age as my mom and probably around the same age as my dad. My dad, I feel, is like old. My mom, you know, I think of her as older, you know? Dallas yeah. doesn't give yeah. me that vibe. He gives me a different vibe. I feel like I relate to him on a level of somebody my age in his 30s. And it's not because, you know, he, he, he's, you know, 30 or he's irresponsible or crazy or wild. It's because he's got a young mind. And, and once you start admitting that you're incapable or you start checking things off the list or crossing things off the list that are part of your, you know, ability, you know, things you have to give up as you get older, you know, I think that there mentally you start shutting down. And I feel like Dallas – I don't think there's anything at, at 60 – something years old that Dallas can't do that a 35 year old could do. And that's the thing is once you start, you know, accepting the mentality of an older person, um, I feel things go down and there's being responsible and not overdoing it and hurting yourself, but there's also conceding to, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this anymore. So that deep yoga, um, the new program, which incorporates things for people, you know, in, in your position who are dealing with MS and balance, balance, sorry, balance issues, um, having the chair mm-hmm. workout, which Arthur started at. If you don't, if you think, if you're uh, embarrassed or, or if it's embarrassing for you to start working out, holding onto a chair, look what Arthur is today. Like Arthur started with a chair. Like you don't start with a chair and then you're going to be, you know, I always thought that mentality is the next I'm going to be at this swimming pool with, you know, the flapping your arms in the swimming pool because, like, that's what seems like an older person's workout to me. But now with the, this program, it's, it's, that's not what – you're not going to stay in a chair probably. You may stay no, in a chair. No. But look what Arthur's graduated to from barely being able to hold himself up without crutches to doing this insane, um, you know – amounts of physical activity and Arthur on paper, you know, Arthur doesn't do DDP yoga. Uh, Arthur on paper probably isn't alive right now. I mean, it's not fun to talk about. It's pretty humbling to talk about in all seriousness. (laughs) Arthur without Dallas in his life at this moment probably isn't here. And I feel that, it's never too late to turn it around. Like I'm 35. Like I'm fully capable of turning my situation around. Arthur, when he started, probably wasn't a poster boy for potential when it comes to physical activity or being a PDP yoga instructor. You look at that guy and you're probably your first thought is that guy ain't going to be teaching PDP yoga in a couple of years. Let's just be honest, but he did. And he is. Yeah. And he's been successful for a long time, which proves the fact that with the DDPO goal, you know, the new 55 and older, yeah, you may be immobile or, or limited mobility, but you get out of it what you put into it. You know, you, could, you can change your situation. Just because you're older doesn't mean you can't get better. There's this mentality that there's right. a decline over age. You can be better than ever. And look at DDP. DDP is in better shape today than he was as the world champion, and that's pretty much factual. Well, right. Can you imagine him in a ring right now? Uh, I, I I don't need to because he was with the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, he was in the Battle Royal, and he went in there and looked like he belonged at WrestleMania. He didn't look out of place. He didn't look like an old-timer. 
And that's the thing. You know, the the key here is thanks living and thanks get living life at ninety percent. I kind of came up with that cheesy little play on words there. Thanks living life at ninety percent. But in all reality, I think today's conversation that I'm having with you is far different than the conversation I had with you last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. In that I'm trying to speak in terms of positive. You know, a lot of times we'll talk about how things are hard or I struggle or the world is angry and the world is bitter and things are bad and social media is creating people to be indoors. Like, we kind of harp on the side of things that we harp on the problem and then we bring it to the solution. But once we start talking in solution terms and we start talking about, well, this is what's going to happen or this is what I'm going to do or this is what I'm capable of, that's right. just flip of the mind and the flip of the way you speak to yourself. Yeah. Will ultimately change your world. And it's something that I learned when I first started DDP Yoga, and it's something I desperately needed to reconnect myself with. It's one of those things. So I, re- I remember when I first heard the title of the new 55 workouts that, you know, I just thought, oh, yeah, yeah. But limited. Or unlimited. I mean, the word limited doesn't doesn't equate to failure to me anymore. It used to, but I, I I've had to come to the realization that yes, I do indeed have limits, but that doesn't mean that I don't have to try. I have to keep trying because then I'll be able to pardon the pun, but I'll be able to move my boat to a different dock. And maybe I'll have to stay there for, you know, X number of weeks or months or whatever the case may be. But you can bet <laughs> I'm not going to be satisfied with staying there. I have to I have to keep moving. That's, uh, we all do. Look at Zach Gowan. Look at, we've had him on the show a bunch of times. He's got one yeah, leg and yeah. American Ninja Warrior went viral. I know that the problems that you deal with on a daily basis that – you know, you don't talk about on the show a whole lot, but I know that you struggle with that kind of, you know, with with your, you know, d- disease, and it's hard to, you know, it's hard to move forward a lot of the time. But if you think about it, we all have limitations. Even the most physically fit guy in the world, he can't fly. He this he's yes, on the ground. True. He's limited to being on the ground. You know, we all yeah. have our things, and we all make our own things work. And limited. <laughs> Limited is only, you know, or we're all limited in some frame. I'm getting, you know, I haven't met somebody who's lived to 600 years old. I haven't met someone who's living forever. We're all facing that clock. And honestly, as that clock ticks down, there's certain things that, you know, are limiting. You know, as you get older, you need to be more responsible with how you treat your bones, your body and stuff. But you don't have to be limited and be miserable or be sad or be, you know, just depressed and, and, and you know, or just miserable in your life. You can be limited and be living the best life you can possibly live. And that's the 90% thing. That's the living life at 90%. Yeah. Limited is a beautiful thing, you know, because I think with limited, you know, limited lifespan, limited days on the calendar, limited years that we're going to be here, that's hovering over us at all time. We all have an expiration date. And I think limited gives us the, you know, the humble, reality that we got to do what we can while we're here because it ain't lasting forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, you're right. And I mean, I'm I'm quickly reminded of that quote that Dallas says all the time, all the time. Every time I've talked to him, I've heard him say this, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, either way, you're right. Exactly. It's just a flip of the mentality. Sure it is. We all have a switch. We all have a switch. And sometimes, you know, is your couch comfortable? Sure, it's comfortable. Sure it is. But nothing is going to be as comfortable as being in your own skin and being comfortable there first. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're we're all we're all shooting for that, you know, one thing that drives us and a lot of us uh our our success is driven by our feeling of inadequacy or our feelings of uh you know, just trying to prove ourselves to somebody. You know, there was a, a comedian, I can't remember who it is, but the comedians are notorious for um seeking approval. A lot of people get into comedy yeah. because their childhood was hard or their childhood was uh, you know, traumatic and, you know, maybe not enough attention, not enough love. So you go into comedy as kind of uh, an approval machine where you go up and you are, you go on stage in front of a room of total strangers and then try to make them like you. And it's, it's yeah. weird to think about like that, but I think everyone in, in our lives at some point or some place are looking for that validation from somebody. We're looking for it from a parent that we've always wanted to acknowledge us or a peer, or, or, or kind of, you know, a motivator, or a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, a mentor. We're all kind of looking yeah. from that validation. And I think the most beautiful validation and the most important validation comes when we can look ourselves in the mirror and say, I'm proud of you. Because yeah, I'm proud of you is a really powerful word from either your friend, your mentor, your, parent, your peer, your parents. But when you can look in the mirror and say, I'm proud of myself, I think that's a game changer. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that there's a diff- there's another chapter to that as well. And, I mean, you're right. I think once you start giving, when you start talking to yourself in a much di- have you ever heard that saying, be careful what you say to yourself because you're listening? <laughs> it's yeah. very true. It's very true. I think I one of the biggest things... Yeah, be careful what you say to yourself because your your inner warrior is always listening to what you're saying. And I mean, I I I think you know, for me personally, I can't really speak for anyone else, but when I became okay um and stopped striving with the word see this word drives me crazy, perfection. When I stopped driving for that, that was probably the best thing I could have done for myself. It didn't it's take good. away that I I needed to keep pushing, but it just lowered the bar that little bit that I could enjoy what I was doing. It, it made your goals achievable because perfection right. is unachievable. Right, because it made it more, what's the word I'm looking It made it more attainable. Mm-hmm. For me, because perfection is something that's always, well, I don't know. To me, it seemed slightly unattainable. I mean, I'm never going to be Cindy Crawford. I mean, I, I am. it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter how much I work out. It's not going to happen. But I'll tell you, <laughs> I can be the best me that I can be. And even if that's not at 100%, 90% is still really good. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, you know, so that's, that's being, the story. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was just saying that's the story right there. Yeah, and I mean, being okay with 90% or stopping at 90%, that's a pretty good goal. If you were writing a story of your life and you were at school and you were getting graded, if you got a 90% on that paper that you wrote, you'd be pretty stinking happy. (laughs) Yeah, especially, you know. Right? It's the you know it's the perfect you know the perfection angle. It's perfection. Let it go. And you know it's I love that you put you said that. And it's not striving for perfection isn't a a you know conceding to mediocrity. It's conceding to you being within a reasonable goal. And I think that is just as important as perfection. Because once you set Absolutely. your goals outside of your reach, they're not capable. They're not capable of, of of grabbing them. And and there are some goals that are just you know unreasonable. And I think setting yourself up for a reachable goal is far more important than hitting you know the perfection goal. Yeah. Because once you hit a goal, it boosts your confidence enough to go for the next one and the next one. But if you're setting your goals for something that is completely you know, unreasonable, and, and not to say that, you know, goals are unreasonable, but there's some things that, that you should probably work up towards. And I think hitting five goals in a row or hitting five missing one, you know, that's going to boost you up for, for success and that's going to boost your confidence enough to try more and shoot for the next one. Yeah, and I mean, shooting for perfection, I, I found once upon a time in my own story that shooting for that high level was setting me up for failure. It was inviting a degree of failure in, and I would beat myself up so badly. And, I mean, it was just, it it was all becoming just so counterproductive, and then I got sick. So then once that happens, you need to start to reassess absolutely everything in your life what's working what's not working and a hundred percent was not working for me I, I mean I'll be very honest it just wasn't working and I mean I think this is a really important question that everyone needs to ask themselves when you put your clothes on and you go down and you get on the mat instead of saying I'm going to give it a hundred percent why don't you let yourself off the hook just a little bit and say, you know what, I'm going to do my best today. I'm going to do my best today because you know what, you're listening to you. 100%, if you say I'm going to do 100% and you know in your heart of hearts you didn't do 100%, where do you think that goes? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it stays with you. I, I love that topic that you kind of you could, took us into, and I think that's one that we need to explore further on, like a full show. I think that would be a great topic to kind of because there is a negative connotation when you talk about like 
oh, not striving for perfection, but it's almost like a negative thing. Like you don't want to strive to be perfect. And I think that's a great topic to kind of breach from a psychological aspect as well as a physical. And I, yeah. I want to get there. And I want to bring that back around in just a second to this show too, because I want to add to that. But uh, while we're, we have uh, 20 minutes left in the show and I want to bring, uh, we got a call here. Um, speaking of Cindy Crawford and perfection, I think this is Travis. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I close to a city Crawford. I think if I was wearing anything Civic Crawford, people would be running away screaming. So you know, or I'd be like Derek kind of guy. Bo Derek, oh my uh, god! I, kept, I, I don't quite have the hair for the dreadlocks. Sorry. So, <laughs> how are you, man? Hi, I'm, doing, I'm doing well. I'm just walking back from the gym. Just got done doing a workout, doing a little freestyle DDP yoga, and doing some shoulders and everything. And you know, had to pipe in on the on the on the on the conversation. And you know, I heard I you know I came in when you talked about you know the DDP yoga limited series and that and the new D, uh, DVDs are coming out and everything. And I came up with this thought: limited. Limited gives you a choice. Limited gives you a, you have you know, you were saying you're limited. Well, you have a choice at this point. You have a choice to either be negative and be down on yourself for the things that you can't do, or you can be positive and you can move towards the things that you can do. Can do. Yep. But those yep. is but it's your choice. You have to decide cut out all other possibility. Another thing that Dallas says all the time, you know, to mm-hmm. decide, cut out all other possibility to decide to take that positive path, to decide to, to move forward instead of beating yourself up. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So. man. It's, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, the voices in our head kind of uh, create a bigger, catastrophe in front of us than uh, is is there. And if you kind of just put it in a different perspective and you come at it through that 90% uh, filter, then there's a solution to your issue. And sometimes you don't want to hear it. Sometimes you do. I know I've been in a place for the past year where I didn't want to hear it, but once you kind of get that head straight and you put it to yourself like that, you know, sometimes the, the view can, you know, the fog can lift away or the brushes can be cleared and you can see a reasonable solution to your limitations or, or, or whatever you may be facing. And sometimes it just needs a fresh perspective or a positive yep. perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's just all a matter of, you know, don't, don't beat yourself up. Don't put the ego on yourself on, oh, I can't do a full push up off my knees or I can't, you know, get up and down without a chair or whatever. I've got students, you know, my, my average range of my students right now are between 45 and 70. I don't have any young people in my class. Oh, I do have a, I, no, I take that back. I've got one or two young people in my class, uh, in my Saturday class. Um, but most of my students are between, are, like I said, between 45 and 70. And, you know, they, I tell them all the time, hey, go on your knees, modify, you need to use a chair, use a chair, and, you know, just be, celebrate what you can do. And you will get a whole lot further 
with what you can, you know, just moving towards what you can do and building off your success than trying to pull yourself up from your failure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a, I got a 64 year old um, who she is a second degree black belt in Shotokan, but she's got Crohn's disease. She's had liver failure, heart failure. She has five feet of intestines left in her body. And she, she started, she got into my stuff actually uh, trying to follow along with some of the, you know, some of the DDP yoga warm-ups I do for my, uh, for my dojo, for my, the dojo I work out at. And she started with breathing. And just the breathing helped her, you know, just the simple thing of breathing, not engaging, not doing push-ups, not even doing ignition to touchdown, just the breathing. And that's, and she built off that. And then she'd eventually get into working out one day a week with me and then two. And now, she, you know, she's, you know, she's at every, almost every class that I put on because it's done that much for her. Because now instead of being in pain, walking up and down her steps, you know, she can move around without pain. She doesn't have to take a whole lot of painkillers. Um, and she is, you know, she is feeling, you know, tons better after three or four months of doing stuff. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, going from, you know, beaten down and broken to, you know, 10 second push ups and psycho and whatever the case was. It started with breathing and it built mm-hmm. from there. And what you have to do, you have to, you know, build small, do what you can do, and, and don't. Don't beat yourself. Don't you know? Beat yourself up because hey, someone could do more than me. Okay, great. That's I'm happy that someone else is able to do what they can do. Now I'm going to do what I can do. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, thanks for being such a, a great uh, person in the community to kind of spread that positivity. And we're talking about ninety percent. And living life at ninety percent, and I don't think there's anybody who does it like uh, like vitamin C. So you're all over the place, man. I, I can't even keep up with all the people you're 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 run every morning and uh, firing up. So I appreciate all your work in the community, brother. Yay, no problem. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be as help as many people as I can. And you know, if I could, you know, if I if I you know, when I hit that Powerball or hit that lottery, whatever else, don't be surprised if I show up at your door, Mikey, and say, <laughs> Hey, hey monkey, it's time for a workout because I would <laughs> absolutely do that. So <laughs> But uh I'm keep on rocking it, man. I'm listening and whatever else, and just keep moving forward. You're awesome, Hi, brother. I appreciate it, man. No problem, yeah. I'll talk to you later. Have a happy Thanksgiving, Hi, man. Travis. You too, brother. Oh, I love Travis. Travis is awesome. He's a you know what? He really is a soul. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. Really, really good guy. Um, really quick, right here. Um, I got to do this real quick. We have the we've been playing the spot from the DPO the cruise, uh, not the DPO the cruise, the Chris Jericho cruise, the uh, the rock and wrestling rager that he's got going on. And we got that spot. We're gonna play in just a second, thirty seconds long. But real quick before we get into that, I kind of want to just touch on this because 
a couple weeks ago, I, I was looking at the crews because uh, we were talking about on the show, and they had a hell of a lineup, uh, you know, set up. And I just went on here again to kind of touch touch base. And holy Christmas, he's he's announced so much going on on this cruise, and it's never been done before. It's the Rock and Wrestling, uh, you know, Rager, the Chris Jericho cruise, and it's uh, a tournament that's happening from Ring of Honor Wrestling. Which, if you guys know Ring of Honor, it's some of the best athletes in the world. Um, the Ring of Honor brand has become extremely popular and extremely huge in the yes. wrestling community. So there's that going on. We got Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler hosting the whole shindig. So that should be enough Holy. to sell your ass on this. Um, right. They've got a, a, the, the wrestling is going to be amazing. Ring of Honor, Ross Lawler, and then you. Forget the wrestling. Have you seen the music lineups? There's all kinds. There's like a ton of bands playing. They've got a bunch of different venues. Um, there's basically going to be four days worth of rock, roll, rage, and, and just, you know, debauchery. There's going to be some boozing. There's going to be some drinking. There's going to be some eating. There's going to be some partying. DDP is on the cruise. Mick Foley, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Rey Mysterio. That's just, you know, tipping the iceberg right there. But think about this. So you know when you go away on vacation and you party it up a little too hard, you wake up the next morning after maybe the first night or so and you feel like death, and then the rest of the vacation is spent kind of recovering from that mm-hmm. night of excess? DDP's yep. on the cruise. He's, he's going to be doing a DDP yoga workout. So you go in, party it up the first night, wake up in the morning, get yourself a DDP yoga workout, and uh, kind of rebuild and rehab from the night before and get yourself started uh, with a fresh start, and what better way to start the day on a cruise of Jericho than with the DDPL to work out to kind of rebuild you and rehab you. We will rebuild him for a whole nother mm-hmm. night of rock and roll. How's that? It sounds really awesome. It it, 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 it does, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to uh, one of GDP Yoga's, uh, but, you know, retreats. And it's one of it's like the mentality. It's a party. It's it's rock and roll. It's you know we're having a blast. You're e- eating. We're drinking good and getting up in the morning and doing our DDP yoga workout. So that's the Fozzie cruise. And uh, if the cruise isn't your deal, if setting the ocean, setting sail on the ocean for four days, maybe uh, you need to ease into that a little bit. Well, luckily for you, around a few months before then is the DDP yoga retreat, so you can get your feet right. wet in the vacation. Uh, mentality with a DDP yoga retreat extravaganza. And that is um, a few months before then uh, the date is uh, uh, July 7th through the 12th at yep. com. That's where you got that taken care of. And real quick, I just want to play this Chris Jericho spot because I can sell you on the cruise, but Chris Jericho can do it a lot better. And <laughs> you're going to be up front with Chris Jericho, DDP, Mick Foley, Ricky Steamboat, and a whole bunch of, of amazing bands, rock and roll, wrestling, and so much. So don't listen to me. Listen to the Ayatollah. Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Picture this. Rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st, 2018 from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. All right. Well, that's... If that's not convincing you. Right. I think it's awesome. 
That's it. It's going to be a blast. And we only got a few minutes left, and we're going to we're going to get your quote in here before we go. So I'm just giving you a, a little bit of a, a heads up. We got to we got to get Crystal's quote. So hopefully you have one ready for us. Um, yeah, you are the quote master of DDP Yoga, and uh, we're going to finish up in just a second. Uh, real quick, I'm really excited. I get to see Garrett uh, on this weekend. I'm going to be <laughs> at WrestleCade this coming weekend. I'll be working uh, with Jimmy Cornette at his booth of the Midnight Express, and Garrett's going to be over there stooging for Jake, and I'm stooging for Jimmy. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be uh, around, and I'm really excited to see him. It's been a while since I've been able to touch base with Garrett. And uh, he's killing it, and he's crushing it. And I don't know if you, any of you guys have seen Garrett doing uh, the live DDP the workouts on the app. But, yep. man, that guy has become an amazing instructor, and I am so proud of that guy. Yeah. So that was uh, this weekend. And next weekend, don't forget, DDP is back at DDPRadio.com. He's taking the driver's seat back on his show, DDP Radio, which – started, you know, before any wrestling or fitness or podcast were even a thing. PDP Radio was there, one of the groundbreakers in uh, internet podcasting and radio stuff. Um, and obviously it's become huge now, but, uh, you know, DDP Yoga has been there for a while, so GDP Radio has been there for a while, and he's going to be back next week. Yeah. We're going to have a hell of a show, a fun show, where we're going to talk responsibility and owning our life and the you this show is 90% positive thinking, positive outlook, positive self-dialogue. Uh, and that's important. It's going to get us through the holiday season. It's going to get us through Thanksgiving. Sometimes you yep. may have relatives that you may not enjoy or, you know, getting little pissy matches with. <laughs> Keep that mindset, 90%. And, Crystal, I think you always have a quote worthy of uh, setting us off every Wednesday night, but I think that this week is especially important because we're focusing on switching the script and switching the head space. And uh, I'm going to let you close out. Well, thank you. Um, today's quote is by um, an author. It's Gretchen Rubin, and it's a really good quote. It applies to everything that we've been talking about today, um, so I hope you like it. And the quote is, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. That's, oh, I love that. I love, I love just taking yeah. a minute to kind of, you, you, you hear these things and, and they roll off the tongue so nicely and they sound nice and they flow nicely and they're worded nicely. But you, if you just take a second to step back and kind of just think about the meaning and not just think about the quote, they're really powerful, and I love that. And it's true. Habits make yeah. champions. And There's the gravity with this is, one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I know that you guys aren't celebrating Thanksgiving up in Canada, but I'm sure nope. you will be tuned in to all of us on Facebook and ddbyoga.com hmm. world. Um, and I hope you have a great week and I hope that both of us can come back next week and have sure. used what we, what we did this week to propel us into a positive next week. Absolutely. And what, before we go, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful for you, Mike, for you and Katie. So thank you. Um, I hope you have a great time. Thank you so much, and of course, we are thankful for you as well. 
You are oh, a thank you. beacon of positivity and a beacon uh, of uh, just decency in a world that can be somewhat chaotic. And well, if you tell anyone you. I said something nice about anyone, I will deny it to my death. So. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crystal, you have a great week, and we'll be back next week you with DDP. Yep. And uh, remember, until next week, remember to own your life and to never, ever, ever give up. Shut up, Rodney. Uh, DDP Radio live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Happy Thanksgiving. Remember to own this week. Own your life. Live life at 90%. And let's figure things out and end this week with a bang. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Into the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.